Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering your favorite football team, the Houston Texans, every single day. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. John, some sports guy Hickman, your Locked On Texans football analyst. And don't forget to subscribe to the Locked On Texans podcast on all of the major podcasting platforms. Let's knock that out right quick. That's Google and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. A lot of you guys love Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify. We, we've noticed that the numbers for those two uh, platforms specifically are pretty high. So keep doing what you're doing. Keep checking out the show. Uh, welcome to a Monday's edition of Locked On Texans. What do we have for the show today? Well, we got a three-course meal. We're going to talk about the rumors over the weekend, whether or not Deshaun really does prefer uh, the New York Jets or Miami over Houston at this point, and is he just officially done? Um, also going to look at Airbnb, Leslie Frazier. The Texans have kind of uh, narrowed down their search to those two uh, coordinators who was uh, actually had an opportunity, if you caught them over the weekend, the Chiefs versus the Bills, the OC and the DC had an opportunity to go up against one another with the Chiefs coming out on top. They are heading to their second Super Bowl. Shout out to the Chiefs, man, and, and Andy Reid, um, Patrick Mahomes and those boys, man. I mean, you know, over the week, Patrick Mahomes was hurt. He was this, he was that. He came out and balled. And uh, the play calling for the, the Chiefs was just immaculate. Um, and then we're also going to talk about the Josh McCown situation and what does that really mean for Houston. And uh, to preview it a little bit, you know, I'm not going to go too far into it right now. Uh, just get ready for what I have to say about that. Just get ready. Um but overall, man, you know it's bad in the city of Houston when your mayor is tweeting to Sean Watson, basically begging <laughs> him to stay. You know what? And you know the worst part about it is? Not only is he taking time out his day to tweet to Sean Watson to make sure he He should stays. be worried about COVID. Exactly. He's still <laughs> worried about COVID-19. So the fact that this man had to do that. Sylvester Turner tweeted, I value at Deshaun Watson as a player but I respect him even more as a person. I know he loves this city because I have seen how much he's given of himself and his treasure to the people in this city. I am humbled to be his mayor. I hope that won't change anytime soon. You know, I gotta tell you, it's a bad look when your mayor has to take time out of the day to advocate for your quarterback, your franchise quarterback to stay. Uh, but that's where the Houston Texans are right now, Cody. And uh, another article came out over the weekend uh, in regards to uh, Deshaun Watson and should he be uh, involved in his influence uh, in this process right now. Uh, there was an interesting quote before we really get started with the show. There was an interesting quote from that article. And the quote goes, as one longtime former member of the Houston's executive management text Thursday night, I think Watson speaks for so many people in that building that have no voice. They never corrected the Bill O'Brien problems, and now they have festered to a point that the franchise, the first franchise quarterback since 1993, wants to leave town. You just can't let that happen. That's where the Houston Texans are right now. Your first real franchise quarterback since 1993, when they were the Oilers. Because remember, as much as Houston wanted David Carter to work out, it didn't work out. 
And after David Carr didn't work out and after the Texans did not go out and draft Vince Young, look at how many years they were going through the cycle. Sage Rosenfeld, uh, Matt Schaub, who had very good years in Houston, but he was not a franchise quarterback, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, you, you go out and trade up for Deshaun Watson in 2017. He's giving you a lot. And in return, he, he wants a lot. He's expecting a lot, but he's just not receiving it. Um, and like I mentioned, it's just bad when your your mayor has to tweet, you know, hey, please, please, don't leave me, Watson. Would you stay with me? But it's bad. And with these two reports, mind you, Watson still hasn't said anything which is actually working in his favor. Um, and we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. They may have been some conversation uh, or not. Um, a source close to the situation I spoke with said, you know, there's not really too much concrete behind the fact that he actually wants to move on. But I'm a firm believer in the NFL where there's smoke, there's fire. Uh, but right now it looks like the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins are the two preferred destinations for Deshaun. And Cody, I got to tell you, the Jets are very hard to believe. It's, 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 it's very hard to believe that the New York Jets are actually a preferred destination for Deshaun outside of expanding his brand. Even though, if my numbers are correct, the Texans are the ninth largest market in the NFL. Um, but New York is New York. And, and that may play a factor in him just expanding himself Um and then you look at Miami. I don't know where Miami ranks right now, but Miami's Miami, right? The lifestyle that an NFL, NFL player can live in Miami is what it is. Um, but overall, I just don't see New York really being a preferred destination for Watson who wants to get to a winning organization. And in that case, I don't see Miami being on that list as well. And John, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I truly believe that if Watson does force his way out of Houston, there is a great possibility that he can put himself in a situation that is a little bit worse than what he got here in Houston with the Texans. Because think about it, John, this is not the Jamal Adams situation where Adams was able to force his way out of New York and get to a championship contending team because they was able to keep quite a bit of their pieces. Think about it. This is the Sean Watson, because if the Texans grant his wish and trade him, they're going to ask for a King's ransom and then some. Just take a look at the top two destinations that's on his trading list. The New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. Neither one of these organizations is known for being at the top of their conference. And if the Texans were to trade Deshaun, they're going to take a lot of their draft capital and possibly a couple promising players along with that as well. Let's just take the New York Jets, for example. I guess maybe you can take back Sam Darnold, but at the end of the day, you let him go in the quarterback battle with the number two pick that you're going to take from New York. That nine times out of 10 is going to be Justin Field because you're now in need of a new franchise quarterback. And I believe next to Trevor Lawrence, Justin Field is the next best quarterback coming out of this draft class. But after that, you know the Texans are going to take their 23rd pick that's also in the first round. They're going to take their 34th pick that's in the second round. And of course, a plethora of other first round and second round pick. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to get their hands on a couple promising players that's possibly on the edge of scratching the surface. And hopefully if they get something like that, 
it could be on the defensive side of the ball, which means that the Jets might be risking putting themselves in a situation where they're not going to have the draft capital or anything to build around Deshaun Watson. And you can say the same thing for the Miami Dolphins as well. I get it. I understand it. I know Deshaun Watson is really frustrated with this organization right now. And if I was Deshaun, I'd be frustrated as well, too. You lied in my face. You made all these big time moves within the organization. I had to find out over Twitter. Anybody would be pissed off. But at the end of the day, as they always say, the grass is not always greener on the other side. And you're looking at an organization. Now you have a competent general manager that's looking like he's going to do whatever it takes to get this team back into playoff and championship contention. And it's also on the verge of hiring one of, if not your number one prospect for coaching in Airbnb. So for Deshaun, he might want to reconsider leaving Houston, at least as of now, because at the end of the day, this might be a situation where we might look back and say, Deshaun should have kept his behind here in Houston. And the thing about that before we move on and discuss it is, it's, it could be all so simple. You know, it all could be so simple if you would have done the right thing. I think what's making this situation even worse is the fact that it's taken so long. I don't, I think that's a good thing because the well, main two guys that you're trying to hire, they're a li- they were literally just playing less than 24 hours ago. And, so and that's you not know much of a big deal. I, you know, and I agree with you, but the situation would be different if this was, you know, let's say 2019. 2018 but we're going into the 2021 season with so much behind so much fire right if there was no jack east to be situation that would be okay if, if if andre johnson would have never came out former players would have never agreed and liked the tweet uh if if, if cal mcnair would have never had that press conference if in a normal world if nick casario would have just had his press conference and he's going through his process, it would have been okay. But that's not factoring in everything that has taken place. Um, because like we mentioned in the article, like I mentioned in the article, people in that organization are looking for Deshaun to have a voice at 24, 25 years old. And these guys have been working for this organization for years. That's the problem. Like, and I get it, going through a thorough search, but I mean, come on, Josh McGowan. And I can't wait to talk about that. I think that was, if I'm Deshaun Watson, that was the one that tipped me over the scale. But overall, it's taken entirely too long to put out a fire that should have never started. That's the issue. You know, when it comes to getting or staying in shape, nothing feels as good as the feeling of accomplishment or hitting the fitness goal that you have created for yourself. And Echelon can get you there. Echelon offers the next generation of connected fitness bikes fitness mirrors, rowing machines, and the Echelon Stride Smart Treadmill. No matter what your favorite fitness activity, Echelon gives you a fun and challenging workout from the comfort of your home. The EX7S is Echelon's latest state-of-the-art innovation that takes cycling to the next level. The EX7S connected bike is built with performance, flexibility, and durability in mind. The EX7X is the best bike for the competitors at heart. Their world-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio-level classes always available when you need them. Go to echelonfit.com slash locked on. That is E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash locked on. Right now, you can try any Echelon Fitness equipment at home for 30 days. Get more out of sports news you need in less time with our Locked On Today podcast. Peter Barkowski, host of Locked On Today, a daily 
podcast, breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all of the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On today wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Cody Davis Johnson, Sports Guy Hickman. Well, John and listeners, it seems like the Houston Texans have possibly narrowed down their coaching search down to two candidates. And if Cal Magnair and Jack Easterby and Nick Casterio was actually paying attention to the AFC championship game, you could possibly say that the next head coach is clearly <laughs> Eric B. Enemy. And I say that because over the weekend, we got news that the Houston Texans have narrowed down their head coaching search to a handful of candidates. And at the top was Leslie Frazier and Eric B. Enemy. Now, here on Locked On Texans and listeners, you know, we, me and John, we go back and forth a lot on what focus should the Texans go after when they look for their head coach? Should it be a defensive-minded coach um, to help this terrible defense, or should it be an offensive-minded coach? John, I don't know where you stand about this right now, but I think I'm actually going to say that it might be in the Texans' best case. And I hate saying this knowing the nonsense and the fiasco that's going on with Deshaun Watson right now, but I truly do believe that the Texans should actually go after Leslie Frazier and make him their next head coach. I know I've been really big on Airbnb, but what I have seen from Leslie Frazier and his defense over the last couple of weeks, I like what I saw. And I understand they lost 38 to 24 to the Kansas City Chiefs. I understand it. I get it. But at the end of the day, it's the Chiefs. Unless they're dealing with an injury and they're missing half of their weapons, I don't really see too many teams that's going to be able to beat them. But when I take a look at this Texans defense, knowing that not only do they need talent, but they need some kind of leader to put their players in position to succeed. And I think Leslie Frazier is that person. When I take a look at Airbnb, look, at the end of the day, does it really matter who's calling the shots on the sideline? As long as, hopefully, we have Deshaun Watson here suiting up for the Houston Texans, he's going to make any coach look good. Yeah, but that's why it matters who's calling the shots on the sideline. I mean, uh, in order to make sure he's here, it really depends on who they bring in. And I like Leslie Frazier. But I think after watching yesterday's game. Well, don't blame it. Don't 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 well, put your focus on it. It's the Chiefs. Look at the well, weapons. Well, and I understand that. But mind you, I've been on the Matt Eberflus. If we're going to go to D.C., I've been on the Matt Eberflus train, right? Uh but it looks like the Texans are going to try to make a statement. Somewhat, we don't know with them, but you know, if you really want to keep your quarterback happy um, and keep him in Houston, what are the odds of Leslie Frazier doing that? And what are the odds of Airbnb me doing that? Right? And so that's why I believe it really doesn't matter who's on the sideline, uh, but overall, it's just, I think you you have to create a a space of healing between not only your franchise quarterback. See, this is where this is this is what's getting lost in translation. If Deshaun Watson is being the voice for employees, you have to create a space for healing between Watson, between your players, 
between the people that you send the checks to, your, your payroll people, HR. You know what I mean? So it, it's, a, it's a space for healing. Uh, and I think a lot of people are looking at whatever we want to consider a job Cal is doing uh, with Jack Easterby. And it's unfair, so I'm not going to include Nick Casario just yet because he's doing his job. But if we look at Cal, Jack, and Janice, uh, you have a lot of employees of many different backgrounds and races that just don't, plain and simple, ain't rocking with you right now. And I, I think hiring the best coach for your quarterback, let me tell you how great of a person Deshaun is. You remember his first game check he got? Mm -hmm. What did he do? Gave it to the lunch lady. And I'm only saying lunch lady because I'm still a kid at heart. And, you know, if you work in the kitchen, you're a lunch lady. And I love and respect lunch ladies. But he he gave it to them. So that's the type of person that's leading this fight. And if he's if he walks in and say, you know what, y'all, I know it's been rough, but we can go ahead and, and try to rock it out for one more season. People are going to be upset. People may be pissed about it, but they, they're going to follow their leader. That's what a good leader does. They, they can rally the troops without having to be ultra aggressive. So – over the weekend, I saw Eric Bieniemy on the sideline, right next to Andy Reid. This is what you should do. This is what, I saw. I saw all of it, and we know that an OC goes into each week game planning for the opposing defense. And the Bills are no joke, and they just hung thirty-eight on their head with a with a Patrick Mahomes that had turf toe and had a concussion seven days ago. All right, so make the right decision. But the fear is they won't. Um, and the fear behind it is not because Nick got it wrong. It's just because he got overruled by a coach or coach. I will say this, as the days go on and the tension grows stronger, uh, who's to say either one of these coaches want to come to Houston? Because they may feel they will be backed into a corner. Now, Houston is still the only team left without a head coach. And both of those men are qualified qualified to be head coaches and I'm sure both of them want to be head coaches for the following season but the circus Houston has been running as of late has been out of control however what's qualified to help you either maintain or lose your weight and still taste good while doing it if you want that tasty snack and don't have to feel like you're cheating yourself that's Bill Bar. six new flavors caramel brownie lemon almond cheesecake do you hear me Lemon almond cheesecake, along with the 12 original flavors. Double chocolate, peanut butter brownie. The bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. Bill Bar is great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in that delicious treat because the bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for a keto diet, right? It's everything that you need. And right now, you get a free cooler with purchase. While supplies last, go to billbar.com and use promo code locked on, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code locked on for 20% off your next order. And the odds of Eric Bienemy landing in Houston are still higher than anybody else. If you want to make some extra money and bet on that, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sideline anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. 
Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Don't miss Wednesday's show as we continue to track what is going on with the Houston Texans. That's covering all of the rumors and news. That's covering the head coaching update with the search. That's covering who and who will not be here. And it'll also be covering who's just pissed off at the moment. Listen on Wednesday and every day to the Locked On Texans. Uh, you know, listeners, give me a moment, please. And Cody, please give me a moment because when I read the news that Josh McCown had been interviewed for the head coaching vacancy for the Houston Texans, I put my phone down. I put my phone down because I thought maybe that was a misquote. I thought maybe I had read uh, a tweet from a parody page that has a fake blue check mark. I don't, I don't know what I thought, but Seeing Josh McCown actually get an interview for the Houston Texans head coaching vacancy was just not on my things to see for the day. And I went back and forth with a guy on Twitter. Wasn't no beef. It wasn't no drama or anything like that. Just a casual conversation about why I thought that was the dumbest decision. And here's the thing. Josh McCown may be a great guy. Actually, from what we've heard from everybody over the last couple of days, he is a great guy. And he's a great football mind. And he deserves to be a head coach at some point. Pause. At some point. Now, Houston, we have a problem. You have a disgruntled quarterback, star quarterback. You have a disgruntled front office. Employees are mad. People are leaking news, reports to Sports Illustrated twice now. Twice. Uh, you have chaos. You have a, a first-time general manager who's coming in. And he's trying to do his job. Um, but then you have Josh McCown getting an interview. Josh McCown is not qualified. Simple and plain as day. Josh McCown has not been a assistant coach. He has not been a wide receiver coach. He has not been a coordinator. The only type of coaching Josh McCown has had in his career is some high school football. Not a full season. Not a resume. Because you know, when you look at resume, if you don't have a job for more than a year, you shouldn't put it on your resume. So he does not have a resume worth of coaching. But Josh McCown got an interview with the Houston Texans. Now, why am I against that? Like I said, he's not qualified. Matt Eberflus is qualified. He got an interview because he should have. Eric Bieniemy, Leslie Frazier, Jim Caldwell, those men are qualified. Josh McCown is not qualified. There was also a video that resurfaced, of course, whenever he the, the mention of him getting an interview, uh, the video resurfaced of him praising Jack Easterby and. To be honest, what would everybody think? This is Jack's way of getting his guy. And this is Cal's way of allowing Jack to get his way. But you have to understand your Hispanic franchise uh, lovers, your black franchise, like the, the fans of non-white races have a reason to sit back and say, you know what? I don't know if I can really support this team much longer. Even your white fans. Because logically, 
Josh McCown should not be a head coach in the NFL. And more importantly, Josh McCown should not be a head coach for the Houston Texans. The message that you sent that day was, we don't really know what we're doing. We're going to tell you guys we're doing the due diligence. We're going to tell you guys he has a great football mind. We're going to tell you guys that he knows what's going on on the field. He was a coach on the field while he was a backup quarterback. And some people may eat it up. I saw it. Why not now? Why not now? Because he doesn't deserve it. Because he hasn't been through the process of handling coordinators and handling players and handling assistant coaches and handling egos and handling. He hasn't been through any of that on any level. Maybe trying to get his players grades to get to a 70 so they can play on Friday night. Maybe. But that's easy. And so we mentioned Leslie Frazier. We mentioned Eric Bieniemy because of the jobs that they did on Sunday, what we were able to see. Uh, we mentioned Matt Eberflus because that was my favorite if it wasn't Eric Bieniemy. Actually, Matt Eberflus is still my favorite over Eric Bieniemy because of the struggles of the defense. Shout out to Anthony Weaver. He just got his job in Baltimore. Uh, he will be going back to be a defensive line coach, and I'm happy that he's out of this chaos. But the messages that have been constantly sent, screw the fans, right? Screw us. We, we Screw us. Let's take us out of the e equation. The messages that you have sent to your 53-man roster, your practice squad members, your current coaching staff, the people who work off 16 and Kirby who have helped make your franchise number nine in the NFL. Every message we've gotten. Since Bill O'Brien was hired to be the GM and head coach last year has simply been, we don't know what we're doing. So how could you expect anybody to want to stay? How could you expect your star franchise quarterback to want to stay? How could you expect fans to want to stay? How can you expect employees to want to stay? How could you expect none of this news to come out and get leaked to, to, to Sports Illustrated? How? You can't expect it. Because if a house is crumbling at the foundation, then you have a, you're going to have a hell of a time trying to sustain living there. And let's face it, the foundation is the McNair family, Janice, Cal, Bob, who, if, if I'm being frank, I'm being quite honest, what we saw out of Bob McNair in his last few days, and, and you know, to be honest, he was a he was great with his philanthropy, a lot of great things for the community around him. But that comment will forever stick to him. You know the comment. I'm not gonna say it. But he's gone now, and Cal has the keys, and it seems like Cal is hell bent on proving everybody. Uh, he's going to do it his way or it's the highway. 
in his way doesn't include keeping the promises that were made. His way doesn't include making smart decisions, logical decisions, no-brainer decisions. His way includes letting a, a pastor run an NFL organization. So much so that Josh McCown got an interview to be a head coach with no NFL coaching experience, no collegiate coaching experience, and only some, a little bit, a little bit, just a little bit, high school football. Will Josh McCown be the next head coach? Hell no, he won't be the next head coach, and I know this. There's so much more I couldn't say, but I will say this. Even when you know this person is nowhere near qualified, he'll still at least get a shot because he's he's knowledgeable. He knows some things. And uh, that's where we are with the Houston Texans. I'm John, some sports guy Hickman. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Like us on Facebook. Don't forget to chime in every day. Tweet us. Talk to us. We love it. And subscribe to the podcast on all of the major podcasting platforms, Google, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Microphone, and Spotify. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.